this season on more and more every day. Let's do something together every day to be better oral historians. I don't know about you, but I love a daily task, whether it's a writing prompt to get me focused or a quick icebreaker to start class discussion. I love short, easy challenges. That's why this season's 10-minute or so episodes will feature experts, like-minded colleagues, resources, and things I'm learning along the way. But each episode will also end with a prompt, something you and I can do that day to improve our skills as oral historians. I'm your host, Summer Sherland. Let's do this. All right, welcome back. You've got your plan. You're ready to rock and roll. Let's get to the fast-paced and exciting world of transcription. I bet you are already on the edge of your seat. In the previous challenge, you assembled your materials and you wrote out a plan. Things that may not seem urgent, right? Like how to handle awkward pauses or ums or throat clearing. These are all nonetheless significant when it comes to transcribing. And if you're working with a team of researchers on behalf of an archive, a collection, or a library, well, it's paramount that you all agree on a plan for transcribing before one of you goes completely off the rails. On the other hand, if you're working on your own, if you're an independent researcher, a student, right, a doctoral student maybe, you really still need a plan so that you can catalog or organize your oral histories in a way that is useful, but also so that they, you can donate them to an archive in the future. So today you're going to transcribe an oral history or parts of an oral history. It is up to you. I took a look at some of my favorite oral history guides, and here are some things to keep in mind while transcribing. One, change as little as possible. The narrator's word choice, including grammar and speech patterns, should be accurately represented. Verbatim renderings or slang or, and regional pronunciations are the prerogative of each project, but if you're using them, you should be consistent. And that's a quote from Baylor's Oral History Research Center. Here's one from the Library of Congress. Do not revise your narrator's words to force them into any sort of standard written prose. Leave untouched any sentence fragments, run-on sentences, or incorrect grammar. Commas and dashes may be used to reflect pauses in the spoken word. A couple others that seem pretty common across the board, folks suggest things like filler words like uh and um and ah should not be included in the transcript, but uh-huh and uh-uh, which suggest meaning should be included. That's tough, right? Or what if the narrator shakes their head and you know they shake their head, but they don't say a word? What, what do you put? Another suggestion, take your time, listen, pause, back up, start over. Try to get the information right. Even though this is a draft, which you will ultimately review with your narrator, it really is easy to miss a date or a spelling here or there. And the more correct you get in the beginning, the easier it is to edit in the end. After you've completed your transcription, you're going to review it. So what do I mean by that? So you've got your transcription. What happens next? Well, I really like what Columbia University's Center for Oral History Research suggests when it comes to the meaning-making phase of your transcript. Here's kind of how they break it down. First, you transcribe, and you're going to do this today. This is part of your challenge today. And then in the future, you do something called an audio edit. You listen to the interview again, and you edit your transcript as you go. So you listen to the interview, you have your transcript up in front of you, and you edit as you go. So you're going to essentially go over your written word, listening to the same things on your headphones or on your 
computer or what other kind of audio file you're using. They suggest using track changes in WordDoc to do this. Instead of changing it in your original, make a copy and change it in WordDoc. Or you might try something like the suggesting feature in Google Docs for this part. After you've transcribed and done an audio edit, Columbia suggests that this is the moment where you and your narrator should review the transcript. Together, you and your narrator will discuss any concerns or observations and make changes as appropriate. And that's it. Together, you and your narrator will finalize your agreed upon transcript for future use. So for today's challenge, let's just start with that first part. Transcribe or begin to transcribe your interview. And if you don't have your own interview to transcribe, you are more than welcome to request a sample interview from me. Please reach out to us. You can reach out to us on social at SMCC History. You can email us at historysouthmountain at gmail.com or find us one way or another and we will happily share our sample materials with you so you can practice transcribing. All right, everybody, we cannot wait to hear how it goes and we look forward to seeing you soon. Have a good one. We want to hear from you. Tell us how you did today at SMCC History. Use the hashtag more and more every day on Instagram and Twitter. Our email is historysouthmountain at gmail.com. And I hope you follow us, write a review, or suggest us to a colleague. More and More Every Day is brought to you by the South Phoenix Oral History Project at South Mountain Community College in partnership with the Southwest Oral History Association. Music by Noah Gattel. <laughs>